atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby live on your radio. This is the broadcast for January the 16th in the year of our Lord, 2020. Wow, hard-hitting talk at your fingertips, the goal to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. We talked yesterday about uh, it's hard to peel hard-boiled eggs, and there's a viral video out now showing how to peel them in only seconds. It's easy to do. Hey, Kurt, did you go ahead and uh, duplicate that video at home, buddy? Did you conduct a uh, science I haven't tried experiment? it yet, uh, but I'm... Um I'm looking forward to it, Sam. Why not, Kurt? I mean, what what's going on with you, buddy? Well, I know. I'm just... Um, you're the guy that's supposed touch. to be the experimenter, man. I mean, you're the, the guy point. that, you know, mm-hmm. does all that research and, you know, come on, yes. you know? Mm-hmm. But the point is that boiled eggs are a protein-packed, easy-on-the-go snack. When you want a fast food solution that's healthier than typical fast food, if you will. So that's kind of cool. And uh, yesterday we talked about a pretty hot topic, Kurt, indeed. You know, can a woman be president? And I said no. And I say don't shoot the messenger. Can a woman win in 2020 is an interesting question. I don't believe a woman can never win or that women aren't capable. I just don't believe in 2020 a woman can win. But here's the next question, Kurt. We won't spend too much time on it, but it's kind of an outgrowth question is why I highlight it. Can a woman beat Trump, Kurt? It's even more uh, tinged with controversy, right? Can a woman beat Donald, Kurt? Well, I think a lot of them felt like um, they were opposing him in the early days, but I believe he's done a whole bunch of things to uh, make them support him. I've seen some of the, uh, what would I say, uh, some of the least ardent supporters uh, become very ardent supporters um, over you know, uh, basically uh, seeing what he's done, uh, especially when it comes to um, the abortions, uh, you know, the protection of the unborn and, you know, so many other things. Sam. Yeah, see, I think it's kind of a, uh, uh, a very tricky question. And let me explain. Can a woman beat Trump? Now, that general statement, if you say no, you're suggesting no woman could ever beat the Donald. See, I don't believe that either. I believe a woman could beat President Trump, right? It all depends on the landscape. It all depends on the media. It all depends on the swamp. It all depends on so many different things, right? But I believe a woman could beat President Trump. However, in 2020, I don't believe any woman that's, quote, got national stature today could beat Trump, not even maybe. So see how the answer is quite different? What if Abigail Adams came back from the dead, Kurt? And she ran against Donald. You think she'd beat him? Well, even you brought up yesterday uh, how uh, you would you would vote for Phyllis Schlafly. If Darn right, I would. And, um, you know, um, the fact is there are good women who have stood for freedom and continue to stand for freedom in America. And, uh, you know, all of us, men, women, uh, children, everybody needs to stand up for freedom. What if Martha Washington came back from the dead, Kurt? She said, listen, my husband George sent me back to bring back the Republic and right the wrongs. And, uh, we, we, you know, make, make America Great Again was a good forerunner for me. Uh, I'm Martha, and I want, I want to be your president. You think she'd beat the Donald? 
I think the president would almost say, hey, um, I'm going to step aside and, uh, you know, uh, support Mrs. Washington if he really knew that. Mrs. Washington, take a bow. Okay, so the statement, can a woman beat President Trump, is even more controversial, but I think it's a non-starter question. What you really need to say is, do you believe there's a woman running for office right now that can beat Trump? And I say the answer is not even maybe. Unless... The media and vote fraud makes it happen. Then anything can happen, Kurt. We're going from fringe to force here, buddy. You know, there you go. Anyway, I just find that an interesting topic. And again, I wanted to highlight that there's a lot of women I would vote for. Um, not a lot on the uh, on the modern stage today, though. They they just seem, I don't know, they don't seem like real women to me, Kurt. They just seem like a bunch of uh, power-hungry feminazis kind of a thing. And I don't really like those kind of women. But I believe there's a lot of women who do support Donald Trump, and they just simply say, I don't want to get in the race because Donald's doing a pretty good job. And I'd have to agree with those women, Kurt, by the way. And there's more of them than the mainstream press wants you to realize. I'll tell you that right now as well. All right. For the first time in 26 years, all U.S. metros in joining income gains. Alex Tansy writes the piece, Kurt. Well, it's, and I know it's only a headline, but it is from Bloomberg, which I found interesting. Um, Bloomberg, um, you know, is the owner, uh, Michael Bloomberg, the current um, Democrat candidate for president, owner of, um, you know, a news source. And uh, so he's got somebody, uh, well, Alex Tanzi, you know, one of his employees, basically pretty much promoting the idea uh, that, the president's ideas and the plan and the economic system is doing well because he's got for first time in 26 years all u.s metros enjoyed income gains how is that a, at all negative for the president sam i mean it's i don't really so know usual you know? and i don't even know how to respond to this headline because i don't know what it means okay let me explain kurt when i say i don't know what it means all right it says that these metros get, had income gains. Mm-hmm. I don't know what income gains are when the whole thing's on the dole and raping my wallet from tax money. That's a good point. Um, you know, are we just know, talking about the fares paid at the you know time of service, or are we talking about you know stealing more money going to the government coffers from my you know family bank account? I mean, what are we talking about here? I don't understand what income is. Well, the Bureau of Economic Analysis that I'm not familiar with, but anyway, they say in the Bloomberg piece that that's where these, uh, the you know, data points are from. Uh, they say that these uh, metropolitan areas um, basically experienced ec- economic prosperity. Now, you probably got to figure out what does that mean. Uh, they say uh, no metro. Yeah, because whatever area government's involved, saw, I wouldn't call it economic prosperity, folks. Good point. No metro area saw per capita incomes fall that that year. Uh, that's for 2018. The latest. Uh, that's the latest available data. It was only the fourth time since 1970 that every U.S. urban region experienced prosperity. Americans, they say, and fewer than six percent of the of metropolitan areas have experienced uninterrupted gains in personal 
national income since 1970. In contrast, as the country began to recover from the Great Recession in 2009, residents of 84% of metro areas saw income declines. Um, the large number of areas saw significant decreases in 2013 and to a lesser extent in 2016. But, you know, what they're basically saying is, hey, the numbers of... Um, are looking better and and I don't see that uh, CNN or anybody else is going to jump on this but it is a Bloomberg piece which I found really surprising that you could find it from Bloomberg you know yeah now one of the interesting things about this Kurt is and I saw an article about this I didn't grab it because there's just too much news to talk about but since you brought this story up I think it highlights or dovetails quite nicely uh, in the country now, they're trying to create a wave of government-free transportation, Kurt. The ba- they're backing into the idea that government transportation is basically a right and it ought to be free. So what happened is this lady gets on the bus and she tries to put her money in the little thing at the front of the bus. And the bus driver grabs her arm and stops and says, you don't need to pay. It's free for the next two years. And uh, she says, that's wonderful. The only gripe that I have is it's not permanent. So see, what we're doing is we're backing into a socialist-created society, Kurt, where you give people an inch and they'll take a mile. You give them two years for free, and they're like, oh, man, I mean, I appreciate that, but come on now. Why don't you, you know, redistribute the wealth, redistribute the wealth even further? And so we've got kind of an issue with this, Kurt, going on that's uh, sad to say. But there you go. Do you want to uh, respond to this at all? Well, you've got that exact thing happening uh, here where we live, Sam. I mean, they had uh, these, uh, it was a pretty good battle, but uh, the government bureaucrats were, you know, offering, quote, free money to uh, any of these uh, local uh, leaders that would take it for these uh, transit districts in in our area because we've seen, you know, like here we've seen, you know, pretty good influx of people, and so then the uh, government wonks, especially the uh, uh, you know ones who want to promote this kind of uh, transportation uh, communist style, they use that and say, "Hey, look, if you'll uh, go to these buses, then hey, you know, it just won't be all this squishy uh, stuff on the freeways, etc." Well, they've got these long, big buses now, and you know, and they basically have all these signs on them that says "just free," and uh, uh, and uh, I think it's mostly they say "free for students," you know, uh, and and that's pretty much how they get you it reminds me of the old uh free corn for those uh hogs do you remember that story right sam yes just slowly but surely get them dependent and trapped yeah then take them to market and the hogs are slaughtered and oh there you go that's the part you don't want to talk about there kurt (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's right but the point's well taken you're you're spot on and you know i'm not Sure, how to respond kind of with some of this, Kurt, meaning some of it is so blatantly socialist, I don't even know how people can go for it. Let me give you an example. In Utah, you've got this new food tax, and everybody's rioting and protesting and going ballistic, and they want to go to grocery stores and sign petitions to stop it, and man, they're just up in arms. But yeah, when it comes to property tax or income tax or new bonds, you know, they're bonding for more money for government schools or whatever. Everybody's like, oh, no problem. By all means. I just don't understand it. 
Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit to preservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way. But actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account, because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. So I'm not really for a food tax, but I am more for sales tax than I am for income tax and or property taxes and or government bonds for big, great and spacious government buildings. But you know what? If if we have a property tax increase or an income tax increase or a bond or something like that, everybody's just like, oh, no problem. We need that. But now everybody's rioting over this food tax in Utah, Kurt. It's just interesting how socialist we've become. Well, I couldn't agree more, Sam. And, uh, you know, when you uh, it seems uh, and a lot of this has to do, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not familiar with it here in the uh, great state of Utah, they've been having a oh, some kind of a mm, committees and different things where they've been looking at the ideas of uh, how to tax and that kind of thing. And they they have now set on uh, what they say is a lower tax uh, system, but it it raises it on certain things and it lowers it on others and and those who are getting it raised uh, in in this particular case uh, on the food tax it's going from like one point seven percent to like four point something percent so it's a pretty good increase well then the uh, at least those uh, um, some of the supermarkets are actually uh, promoting the idea that they're getting their people to sign uh, petitions to uh, roll this back. And uh, I can understand why. Uh, it just seems like uh, there's 
better solutions for it. Yeah, because they're always picking winners and losers. No doubt the grocery stores are going to go, hey, this is going to encroach on our sales. This is going to make it harder for the, uh, you know, least affluent among us to be able to buy groceries and things. And I get it. What they're doing, though, is pitting one group against the other, which is what government always seems to do. And that's why I like tariffs so much, because what you really say is we're not going to pit any of the American people against one another. Rich, poor, you know, white, black, bond free, you know, male, female, none of those things. We're just going to simply say, if you're going to play ball in the greatest economy in the world, we're going to take a little stipend to make sure that we can keep the greatest economy in the world rolling. And uh, I like all that. Anyway, time will tell what goes on there. But we thought we'd bring that to your attention. Sean Hannity is going to fix it all, though, Kurt. So don't worry. Got this covered, buddy. Well, he is, um, at least in my opinion, uh, you know, going to do some good with a, uh, uh, he announced he was going to launch a bombshell book that's called Profiles in Corruption. Uh, that's got to be a big book, Sam. Uh, but anyway, uh, uh, this is a book, uh, they say, by five-time New York Times best-selling author and Breitbart News senior contributor Peter Schweitzer. Uh, he says, uh, this is what he said on his program. He says, our friend Peter Schweitzer, I have learned, has, has his new book coming out one week from tomorrow. He will launch it one week from today on this show. Uh, it's Profiles in Corruption. Um, and uh, he says it hit number one on Amazon 10 days before the release. Uh, he said, you know why? Look how ahead of the curve he had, he was on so many other occasions. I mean, he does a lot of really good work. He was the first one to discover the Clinton Foundation, Burisma Holdings, etc. So, uh, you know, he's he's touting a good uh, Yeah, it's author, all about cash uh, for these people. For I appreciate that he's touting a good author, Bloomberg. and I hope they get to the bottom of some you know details with this book release and everything else. But really, it's all about money, as far as I can tell. Well, a lot of it has to do with, um, you know, at least uh, they say it includes chapters on leading progressives, including Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Amy Klobuchar, Eric Garcetti, Sherrod Brown, Cory Booker. It also includes Kamala Harris on the cover. Schweitzer, who is the president of the Government Accountability Institute, I've never heard of that, but it's probably a pretty good thing, and his GAI team of investigators reportedly spent a year and a half researching the book, uh, the HarperCollins, uh, they are the publishing giant that's doing it. And so it's called uh, Profiles in Corruption. And like I say, it ought to be one big book if they got all of the corruption in it. Oh, no, buddy, it'll be bigger than the IRS tax code, buddy. <laughs> you know, all I'm telling you is well, I appreciate that. would include that, that probably. At least they're focusing on a book exposing corruption. At least Sean Hannity's working with some pretty good people, and I commend all that. I think that's wonderful. Don't get me wrong. But I kind of feel like at the end of the day, hey, they're just going to make a ton more money. The real news the networks refuse to use organizations are going to dry up and wither. Starve on the vine, right, Kurt? But don't worry, a former state... Well, it's why we, it, it's why we suggest to you, ladies and gentlemen, put some of your hard-earned money uh, you know, into Liberty News Radio and uh, our good friends, uh, the Loving Liberty Radio Network, uh, support... Um, I guess you could say the little guys, because if you ask me, it's it's a way you keep the Sean Hannity's, the Glenn Beck's, the Rush Limbaugh's doing a, a little better. And that is, um, 
you know, by supporting uh, us, uh, we kind of give them a little bit of, we hold their feet to the fire, if you will. It's sort of like the uh, way that um, private uh, schools make government schools a little bit better just because there's a little competition there. So. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. You know, we may not control the narrative, but we certainly are called influencers for a reason. And uh, so no doubt the things we say, the things we do, the things we focus on move the needle more towards a honest coverage scenario, uh, more towards a reality check in terms of what's covered and how, by whom, where, when. And they claim we don't have any effect on it. But you know what? We see when we're not around how they just simply ignore almost everything. And when we force things into the narrative, they've got to discuss it. They've got to respond. All right. Isaiah Humphreys is in the news, Kurt. Well, um, and um, yeah, this, let's see, I'm trying to remember, is this, yeah, okay, this is the Penn State story. Well, former Penn State um, football player, Kurt. Right, and and Sam, uh, this story has a lot of, uh, at least uh, just recently, I, and well, I know of a, you know, close individual to us that uh, has been dealing with this same kind of thing, and they call it hazing, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Hazing is just a fancy word for abuse that goes on in uh, uh, sexual abuse that goes on in the schools, uh, both government schools as, as well as colleges. And this story, story, the headline reads, uh, former Penn State football player sues college over sexual hazing. Um, quote, I'm going to Sandusky you. Uh, former Penn State uh, player has uh, filed a lawsuit and uh, he's basically, uh, uh, he was violently hazed, or I would say abused, sexually abused uh, by players uh, that had made sexual threats uh, in the name of the former uh, convicted child molester, Jerry Sandusky. Uh, and he tells about how this guy had a full scholarship uh, to the school in 2018, but he says that his time at Penn State was a, he double toothpicks of hazing or sexual abuse and abuse. Uh, Humphreys, the school, James Franklin and Damian Barber for ne these are the ones that uh, they're suing, uh, the, you know, for what has happened. Um, and he tells about names. And so they're suing Penn State. Yeah, but also these individuals. Uh, he alleges that he was told the locker room was a prison, that he was called their B-I-B-Itch, you know, and they uh, and that newer players were threatened and told things such as, I'm going to F you and I'm going to Sandusky you. This is Jerry. And on the bottom line is, Sam, this isn't like something brand new. Now, I think it's probably worse. I can tell you how to get rid of it. Well, yeah. Go it ahead. won't happen in government colleges if you just shut those sucker down. Good point. Now uh, you say, Sam, the abuse lawsuit. might continue. Yeah, but we wouldn't be funding it with our tax dollars, at least. Yeah, they say the lawsuit also charges that upperclassmen placed the, their gen, genitals on the faces of lowerclassmen, that lowerclassmen had their genitals fondled and other acts of abuse. Uh, you know, this is a, a bad deal. But it's What do you expect of the communist plank of the manifesto, Kurt? That's right. They took God out of the schools. Yeah, there's no uh, direction. There's no place really? for Ten Commandments or any of that or stuff. Or biblical marriage. 
we're surprised when things like this happens and i just think hey you know uh this goes on in high schools uh, this goes on in so many other places and and it's uh basically um well it's it's a plague sam amen to that let's just go from penn state to arizona state then kurt continuing the plague well, that's right. Um, in this case, uh, headline Arizona State University professor, quote, shut down Trump's Twitter account to fight hate speech, end quote. Uh, and this professor is a so-called free speech champion, but uh, he's advocating that the Twitter folks just shut down the president's deal to counter hate speech. He doesn't seem too much for free speech. When Maybe we ought to just shut down the professor and no one will hear him, Kurt. Wow. I joke to make the point, right? I mean, come on. The guy's off his rocker. Liberty Roundtable Live. Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. A month after they were approved by the U.S. House, House impeachment managers delivered the two articles of impeachment to the U.S. Senate yesterday after House Speaker Nancy Pelosi formally signed them. House managers will now return to the Senate today to exhibit the charges of abuse of power and obstruction of justice. Senate Majority Leader Republican Mitch McConnell describes the oath that members will then be taking later today. Then the Chief Justice will swear on all of us senators will pledge to rise above the petty factionalism and do justice for our institutions, for our states, and for the nation. The trial itself will begin on Tuesday. The president of Guatemala says Mexico has blocked a caravan of migrants headed to the United States, saying they would not be allowed to cross Mexico's southern border at Honduras. And this is USA Radio News. If you're thinking about life insurance from low-cost term to business or estate coverage or perhaps a small policy to cover your final expenses, why spend more than you have to? Hi, I'm John David Wells from The Wells Report. Since 1986, AccuQuote has helped hundreds of thousands of folks save a fortune on their life insurance by quickly comparing the rates, features, and financial strength of dozens of top-rated life insurance products right over the phone. Want some examples? A healthy 50-year-old non-smoker can buy a half-million-dollar 10-year level term policy for less than 40 Five bucks a month. Oh, you say you're 60? No problem. Under 120 bucks a month. 20 or 30 year terms. Even permanent plans are available. Okay, so you might have some health problems, huh? Lots of us do, but the experts at AccuQuote will still work with you to find the best affordable policy. To find out how much you can save, call AccuQuote today. 877-439-8830. That's 877-439-8830. 877-439-8830. AccuQuote. Call them today. Rates, policy forms, and availability vary by state. The U.S. Senate votes today on a major trade agreement with Mexico and Canada meant to replace NAFTA. The United States-Mexico-Canada Agreement, or USMCA, is expected to pass and go to President Trump for his signature. Britain's Prince Harry making an announcement yesterday, the first time he'd been seen publicly since the start of the row over the recent announcement that he and his wife, Duchess of Sussex, Meghan Markle, would be stepping away from their duties as senior members of the British royal family. Harry saying the 2022 Invictus Games will be in Dusseldorf, Germany. In 2022, the Invictus Games will travel to a new country. 
a new home for respect for our armed forces. The annual game showcased the talents of sick and injured service members and veterans. The wrestling world's mourning the loss of Rocky Soul Man Johnson. He's died at the age of 75. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Kurt, any more on this Arizona State professor? The guy's off his rocker. He wants to use his free speech to say we ought to shut down the Donald's free speech. We're talking about some whacked out professor funded by your tax dollars wanting to violate the free speech of the president? Have you lost your marbles? But, Kurt, I joke and say we ought to shut down the professor's free speech. I don't really believe that. I think that he can say what he wants. If he wants to say, hey, shut down Trump's Twitter account because it's hate speech, he can say that. And I'll say the professor's off his rocker. I can say that, too. What do you say about it, Kurt? All right, we'll try to get Kurt back here. Uh, But I find that fascinating. Extremely fascinating. He wants to go ahead and use his free speech to deny the president his free speech. Can you you hear me now? Yep, perfect, sir. Go ahead. Okay. I could hear you okay, but yep, go. Um, I guess you couldn't hear me. But anyway, in this story uh, that we were just talking about, um, an Arizona State University professor wants to shut down Trump's Twitter account, uh, he says, to fight hate speech. And uh, I guess uh, in, I guess in an op-ed, uh, he claims that members of the Trump administration, conservative media, as well as local Arizona GOP, or that's the Republican public servants, and can Candidates have volunteered to serve as Trump's enablers and should be publicly shamed for helping the president pursue his chaotic, ill-conceived, and criminally inspired agenda. What? Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, pres- whoa, 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 what? I, I'm just telling you that's Let what Let me just said, stop uh, there. What mm-hmm. law is Donald Trump criminally liable for? That he's, you know, where's the criminal violations, Kurt? I want to know that. Well, I I believe that what happens is this guy's probably um, a result or he's been fed a lot of information from places like CNN and others that Southern Poverty Law well, Center. It goes on and on. Right. Yeah. And they're the ones who feed guys like the guy that went there to where the Republicans were having their, you know, softball games started shooting. Uh, You know, they want to say that we cause those kind of things. If it's somebody with a with a gun because they say, well, you know, you guys are the only gun rights people. So then anybody with a gun, you know, is doing your bidding. And yet, um, you know, I think these guys encourage, um, you know, this kind of media encourages statements like this. Uh, in other words, you know, this guy may be thinking that he's trying to save America uh, from an evil guy that he's been told is so much of a problem. Yeah, and if he you is, know, he has every right to his free speech and his own opinions. Uh, I understand that and respect all that, and so there you go. But I just find that interesting that this Arizona State professor wants to shut down the free speech of the president. I think Donald has his right to free speech, too. And so I think the professor can say what he wants. Donald can say what he wants. And we can say what we want. And, hey, welcome to America, baby. Hopefully the American he, people uh, can have went, their own opinions of what they think about it all, Hunter. Huh, 
That's right. He went on to say uh, President Trump needs enablers, thousands, if not millions of compliant, self-serving co-conspirators to make the destruction of America happen. That's what he wrote uh, before going on to promote the Russian collusion. There you go. Are you one of those silent, Uh, compliant co-conspirators, buddy? You know, and then he says, and and by the way, the I hardly consider Kurt well, silent with two hours on the radio every day. <laughs> yeah, he says Trump's already proven he's more than willing to accept their help. You know, it's it's a lie and he's going on a lie. But, you know, he's he's thinking it's true. It's like the people that say there's separation of church and state in the Constitution. And yet you look in there, you'll never find it. Uh, he went on to say, I shudder to think where America will be on the day after the election. Uh, the professor concluded by stating that he would like to see Trump and his army of enablers publicly shamed, he says, a la Nixon and McCarthy for having come down on the wrong side of history. Uh, bottom line is this guy's an adjunct professor, which basically means uh, he's got tenure and nobody can fire him. He's been teaching at the school since 2003. This is the kind of thing that you, when you send your kid off to school, the kind of brain dirtying that that gets going on the professor currently teaches a course in religion culture and health and he's also said to be a faculty associate playwright director actor and producer now the adjunct Uh, part usually means it's a part-time professor oh okay well anyway now he may have his tenure too if he's he's been there since 2003 may have his tenure too and that's the part the tenure part is the part that makes it really hard to fire people okay uh, but anyway, that's kind of an interesting twist, though. And in my opinion, the guy's whacked out as all get out. But I'm glad I'm not in China right now. And I'm certainly glad I'm not a pedestrian or on a bus in China, Kurt, because it didn't go very well when those folks were in that position. Right. Um, you know, Sam, we've we've uh, you've dealt with potholes, um, you know, in your maybe even your neighborhood. Uh, every so often there's a pothole and and uh, you think, oh, darn, that's kind of rough on my tires or rough on my, you know, alignment when you hit one of those with your car. Well, the headline here reads uh, from Breitbart, six killed in China as sinkhole, not pothole sinkhole swallows bus and pedestrians uh, and uh, they'd say at least six people were killed and 16 were injured after an enormous sinkhole swallowed a bus and nearby pedestrians in Jingning, Zingning, uh, the capital of China's Jingjai province i'm sure i said that right i mean you know because i'm such a chinese speaker uh but anyway they say the incident uh was captured on some CCTV. Uh, is that common as China TV footage? Is that what CCTV stands for? Anyway, it showed an explosive explosion within the sinkhole after the bus and the pedestrians had fallen into it. Footage from before the explosion shows people, I guess they got 
cameras everywhere, shows people waiting at a bus stop attempting to flee as the road beneath the bus begins to cave in, swallowing the front end of the vehicle, a lamppost, and nearby pedestrians. Witnesses attempted to rescue some of the bus passengers, but soon found themselves engulfed by the sinkhole as it began to widen. At one point, a young man is seen rescuing a baby from the edge of the sinkhole and taking it to safety. He then comes back with several others to help a woman hanging on the edge, but as he tries to pull her up, the ground beneath him gives way. Uh, you know, I mean, this is kind of rough, Sam. We think we have a tough one. Yeah, you've heard of horror pothole. movies, Kurt. This yeah. one's like reality TV on steroids, man. You know, they used to have a radio program called X-1 that kind of talked about <laughs> some science project eating the earth away, and it's just like a never-ending hole. And you know, it, But look, government spending is just like this, Kurt. We experience it every day, personally. Good point. Yeah, they it say just gets wider and common. deeper every time you turn around, doesn't it, Kurt? Yeah, the mat, like the federal debt. Uh, so China has this sinkhole, good. and we have the swamp, right, Kurt? But you know what's uh, yeah, uh, I mean, kind of fascinating? I want to make this point. You know how Donald talked about S countries, S hole countries? Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. I think he was talking about sinkhole countries, Kurt. Good point. Uh, they say that sinkholes are a common occurrence in China, and they're—I didn't know they were common. But anyway, they say they're often the result of poorly planned infrastructure projects carried out as quickly as possible in a bid to meet dictator Xi Jinping's aggressive targets for economic development. Uh, you know. So anyway, I guess that's why. But. Uh, I guess you can be grateful that uh, when your infrastructure goes, you know, forward in your area, they're making sure you don't have a hey, sinkhole to swallow up a bus. What if you were mm -hmm. to just have a sinkhole that just continued and continued and continued? Where would it end up, Kurt? I guess it makes a hole right through the earth, you know. So yeah, where would it you go? You could fall through to China, and they no, would fall you'd be in you, China. You know? Okay, but I mean, where would you, you know, end up when you fell through? I guess you'd just fly right back out into the earth, into the sky, you know, Sam. Well, from so where though? Do. Where on the other side of the earth would you come out? Kurt? You know, how's that gravity work? You know, I mean, it goes in, and then if the hole goes clear through, does it just keep falling? I mean, you know, anyway. What would happen? Kind of interesting. Kurt, yeah. you know, you, you, gravity would work the other way, and you'd just be stuck uh -huh. in the center of the Earth because the second you went, I don't think you know, anybody needs to worry about it. But anyway. come on, Kurt, because I'm thinking the sinkhole is not going to go very far. No, listen, what if, where would it end up in America, Kurt? Into... If you suck to the Earth from China? Well, I can't tell you this, Sam. No, hold on, uh, would you end up in America? If you go from China straight in through the I don't sinkhole, know, Sam, I'd have to figure out. Uh, you should figure that, that out because maybe that's the way goes. they're going to basically enter our country and, and with their troops. Maybe they just got a massive There's sinkhole a and they're just going to roll right in, and the Virginia skirmish will be just secondary. Yeah, there you go. Chinese you know what I'm talking about? Now, really, your point's well um, taken. What if you do have gravity and you get to the center of the Earth and then you try to get on the other side of the center to head it, you know, deeper or further? to the crust of the earth on the other direction. If gravity worked the way we're saying, um, and it always pulled to the center, you'd just be stopped right in the middle, Kurt. You wouldn't go up. You'd just stop in the middle, right? You'd be at, like, yeah, gravity zero, baby. There, baby. Hey, man, John Mayer wrote a song about gravity. You ever heard that, Kurt? No, but I bet you have. Kurt, come on. You got to get with well, it, Well, I buddy. can't remember it. Hey, man, I want to talk about Dirt. I like that guy's name. But he's a weirdo. Duterte. Duterte? Oh, Duterte? Is that how it is? 
I don't know for Shooter. sure. Uh, uh, anyway. Spanish phrase to it. You know. Uh-huh. Filipino Spanish phrase? So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Talk Right, the conservative app offered by TalkStream Live that caters exclusively to the conservative talk radio community. Here you'll see only talk shows and podcasts from the conservative right, all the big broadcast names and online digital shows in one place. Talk Right makes it easy to find all your favorite conservative talkers with all the upscale features you come to expect from TalkStream Live. Keep up with the fast-paced political world. Download Talk Right today from Google Play or the App Store. Do we reflect about our future and where we as a culture are moving? Do we keep our trust in our jobs, homes, money, life necessities, investments, stock markets? Do we believe that our 401ks or other retirements will always be there and that the current economic order will recover? Is the economy going to recover and life return to normal? It ain't going to happen by a friend of Medjugorje. Whether you are poor, middle class, or rich, it ain't going to happen. A book of astounding revelations about the present economic order and where we are heading. It ain't going to happen by a friend of Medjugorje. To order, visit medj.com, spelled M-E-J.com, or call Caritas in the U.S., 205-672-2000. 
Yes, it is. She is. Wants to bring me down. There you have it. Anyway, I just thought I'd play that for fun. That's a good one, Sam. Back and, to business, uh, by the way. As usual. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody's got a better handle on uh, different pieces of music uh, that fit the news than you, and I think uh, that's pretty impressive. Hey, uh, man, but anyway, I'll I want to talk about um, Dudert, though. I know you call this, you think this is a Spanish, this Filipino dude's a Spanish guy, but I just think he's Filipino, Kurt. I'm kind of stupid. Yeah, he is. Okay. He is. And, uh, and how do you they, say it? Duterte, you say? I say well, it's Dudert, you know? Yeah, D-U-T. E R T E, I guess. So the E in English is silent, and Duterte would be how you'd say it, right? Yeah. In America. Uh, yeah. Now, I wouldn't go and to Mexico and learn Spanish how to pronounce the Filipino names. Because his uh, name is President Rodrigo Duterte, is how I'd say it. But anyway. I see. Um, this guy. Um, I'd say it's Rod Duterte, man. He's going to pee on everybody. He's a piece of work, uh, but uh, there <laughs> is in the Philippines. Funny. you got to yeah, admit, this is hilarious. They got a level four volcanic alert going on there, um, and there's, I guess, five levels of volcanic alert, and they're at a level four. Um, they've had to basically uh, evacuate like 18,000 people so far uh, that have taken to shelters uh, at press time. Uh, they've worried about this thing called TAAL. I guess that's the name of the island. Um, and uh, not to worry because this president there that's he's uh, – you know, basically saying that uh, he's kind of in charge and he'll take over things. But I got a little piece of advice for him. The God of heaven is in charge of these uh, things called oh, good volcanoes. Yes, uh, I would recommend he would, you know, suggest to people to pray and uh, Amen to to that. return to keeping God's laws so that maybe the God of heaven can make sure those volcanoes are a little less... Uh, Active, and those volcanoes don't really understand yeah. gravity, I'm thinking. Mm -mm. They don't quite, you know, they're like gravity in reverse, aren't they, Kurt? Yeah, the uh, God of Heaven has got those volcanoes all figured out. And now, so Duder to, has a quote, Kurt, that you got to brief everybody on. So here's what happened. Well, he had a big old feud with his yeah. doctor, okay? And his doctor yeah. said, since you've been smoking cigarettes forever and cigars or whatever you're doing, you really ought to not go near that volcano because the air's kind of bad. And it might not do you good. And he says, i got a duty. To get over that, Duterte's got a duty, you know, and, or Duterte's yeah. got a duty or whatever. And so he rolls and does this, right? Um, he goes to the volcano or whatever. But I find it fascinating. His quote is interesting, Kurt, what he says about it. Here's what he says. Well, he says, I'll um, pee on that blinked uh, volcano. Yeah, um, so this is a quote you just need to explain to people. He says, I'll pee on that damn volcano. Yeah. Now, I want to yeah. know what a president is saying that kind of stuff for, though. I mean, really, on the world stage, you got a national crisis going on. you got a natural disaster happening. And you're literally going to go, hey, man, I'm going to go pee on that dang volcano. What are you talking about, dude? If he was a real leader, he'd say, hey, let's, um, you know, repent and uh, let's do what we should do to get the blessings of God to protect us. Uh, from, well, I think it would be appropriate know, if he would things, say things like, with love, um, you know, private charity from the, the international community. We're going to do everything we can internally to, to handle this thing. I'd like everybody to pray. We're going to work through this. And, you know, I, I don't see, I mean, look, 
I'm going to argue with my doctor because I'm a smoker and I'm going to go there and then I'm going to say I'm going to pee on the thing. I mean, I don't even know what you're talking about, dude. Uh, so now I can start when I say dude, I'll just say Duderte is what I'll say from now on. Okay. Hey, Duterte, what's going on, man? Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Tom Steyer is kind of an interesting dude as well. He's running on the Democratic ticket. He was one of the top six in the quote debates, but I don't think he has a chance on this green earth to win, but he has plenty of cash, Kurt. That's right. And I guess he's now vowed to cancel the uh, tariffs. He calls them Trump tariffs uh, against China on the first day. You know what they're really called, and, Kurt, just so Tom understands? Hmm. Constitutional tariffs? Yes, sir. That's exactly what they're called. Okay. Go ahead. Keep going. Go. That's perfect. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like you said, I, I don't think this guy's going anywhere, but he does have billions to put in. Uh, and uh, so, you know, he's he's talking and, uh, and especially places like CNN and the others that hope he'll send money their way. Um, are going to cover him. Uh, CNN moderator said that even though uh, farmers and manufacturers could see some relief from Trump's trade deal with China, uh, this is what he said, they've been crushed by the current administration's trade war. Uh, What will you do as president to help them get back on their feet? Um, See, and and that's uh, exactly what he should be talking about, Kurt. Right? The guy's just in la-la land. But anyway, so who's got more money, Tom or Michael, Kurt? I think it's, uh, I, as far Michael. as I know, Mike, Michael. Uh, so, Tom, so. Tom, you might as well just bow out, buddy, while you got the chance. No one's interested in what you have to say, friend. And uh, n- no offense, your money ain't going to get you anywhere. There's somebody bigger and badder and richer than you. Uh, so there you go. Well, yeah, but Bernie and Warren would be happy to accept their money. Uh, yeah, so. Tom, you could just fund Warren and, and Bernie and Michael and everybody else there now. Now, I and guess Joe. the county, before the end of the hour, is in the news. County got sued, Kurt, for borrowing for barring church school from church building accused of misusing its power over religious exercise, Kurt. So what do you got? You got a church and a school and a government and all in the mix? Yeah. Yeah. Because the school is operated in the church building, which, by the way, that's been Kurt's recommendation of how we ought to handle schools for a long time, and it's a fantastic one, and I'm delighted to see people doing it, Kurt. Yeah. Amen to that. I couldn't agree more, Sam, and, uh, you know, it's nice to see. Yes, it is. So what happened, though? They got sued because they're, what, the government's abusing power? They've had this authority and this right to do these things for, what, over 40 years now? And some whacked-out government bureaucrat just decides they're going to exercise power and flex their muscle? And, well, they did. Now the lawsuit, huh? Well, yeah, Sam. And, um, you know, um, I'm still trying to find where that one is, but I know uh, I remember the story from recently. I just can't remember which day it was on. Um, But uh, it's amazing how many stories we come across and we see. And yet, uh, if you if you do listen to things like, um, I don't know, Sean Hannity and Rush Limbaugh, uh, Glenn Beck, etc., in the same Time, well, even more time than we have. They do so little uh, real news uh, that is amazing to me. And uh, 
you know so anyway but i i can't tell you everything about this because i can't find that story right now maybe you can read more of it it's apparently well that's good the, the point is hey this religious group is suing the county and the religious group had the rights to do this for years and nobody even challenged it doing a wonderful job educating people and then the government just gets out of control and decides they're just going to shut it down and this is the point christians are getting attacked everywhere even all over the world but not to mention uh, right here in america Exactly. And it's out of control, and counties are in the mix, and there you go. All right, talk about General Petraeus, Kurt. You want to talk about that guy, too? Well, I call um, him Petraeus, but that's another discussion. I'm sure that he's not perfect, but uh, I'm trying to remember the headline on him. It seemed like it was um, a little General bit Petraeus more, says Soleimani's death more significant than even bin Laden's. Very good, yeah. And, uh, you know, he's along with a number of others is saying that the guy was a bad guy. And, uh, and it's the guy that we funded I, and built up, just like Osama, by the way. It seems like so many times that's the case, you know. Um, we build them up and then we have to... Uh, but know, here's what it's really all about. Good Kurt. guys and bad guys and all that stuff. I don't think we should have killed either of them. And I don't think we should have built up either of them. But Britain's good. backing the Donald... On Iran deploys Royal Navy to the Persian Gulf. It's all about oil, isn't it, Kurt? Well, yeah, in their case, I think it is because I don't think they get much oil from, you know, their own country. As far as I know, uh, Britain and stuff has fallen for the whole uh, green lie, and so they won't do any... Um, uh, any of that sucking the oil out of their ground, you know, they want it from somewhere else. And so then they'd be, uh, I guess you could say, held hostage by those guys, you know, don't you think? Yes. Meadows, that's Mark Meadows, I assume, Kurt, says, don't worry. Yeah. You know, the folks over there in uh, Iran, they should be worried not about regime change, but about their economy is imploding. And my response is, yeah, we're engaged in all of it. From regime change right on down to messing with their economy with sanctions and everything else, right, Kurt? Well, yeah, it's sad to see, um, you know, I think most of our government was just way, way, way too big. And uh, we end up um, doing things we should never be doing with uh, the tax dollars of the people. And uh, so the answer is uh, less government and uh, follow the Constitution. And uh, there seems like there's a, a good way to, uh, you know, fix it. But... Uh, doesn't seem like too many people want to work on that. Amen. But if you're going to fix it, I'd recommend using the supreme law of our land, Kurt. So if a war is really justified or if sanctions or all these different acts and foreign aid, and everything, if they're all justified, force Congress to deliver. You know? And, uh, you know, if it's really true that uh, Donald Trump needed to kill this some, some Soleimani guy or whatever else, then maybe so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yep. I don't have the cool. intel. All I know is if it's true, then let's get the intel to everybody. Let's back it. Let's do it constitutionally, and let's do it right. I think market reprisal is what Donald's using, and I think it's constitutional if we then back into congressional support for what's being done. And, hey, we don't act unilaterally, but we act within our own country. We don't need permission from other nations, but we do need permission from the other branches of our own government. Let's look at it properly and move forward in faith and stand with the Prince of Peace. And that's, in my humble opinion, what we got to do. We don't need to be peeing on volcanoes. 
We need to work on ways to help our fellow Americans and fellow peoples around the world. We're all God's children. Let's start to act like it, shall we? This is the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. Donations welcome at libertyroundtable.com, lovingliberty.net. For Sam and Kurt, we declare we the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will restore our grand old republic. Please get involved, make it a great day, and choose the right, will you? We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Yeah.